It's me, Emma's Thing, and this is my podcast, That's What He Said. With over 12 years of blogging, writing, posting, and sharing under my belt, I've somehow grown a small audience who, for whatever reason, seem to really like me. This podcast is just another extension of my blog and will offer unimportant life updates, reviews on movies, books, shows, daily musings about life, in-passing commentary on current events, and of course, a lot of stories of my past, present, and future. Just try it out and see how you like it. That's what he said. Hi, guys, and welcome to another episode of That's What He Said with me, Emma's Thing. I hope that everyone had a great uh, latter half of last week and weekend and that this week is going well. And if it's not going well, I'm so sorry. At least it's almost the weekend yet again. So it is Wednesday morning and I am posted up here in my podcast studio, also known as my closet. I have made myself a full latte this morning with an espresso. Usually I just do um, a coffee pod and a splash of creamer. But this morning I decided to go all out and do a legitimate latte with unsweetened almond milk and like three shots of espresso because mama needs it. I did not have the best sleep last night. I woke up very um, randomly at 4.34 on the dot. I, I don't know why I made a note of that in my head. And it's, it's not weird for me to wake up in the middle of the night like that. I think I wake up almost every night in the middle of the night to go pee. And then I go pee and I go back to bed. And that's how it usually goes. But for whatever reason this morning, I could not go back to bed. I was like wide awake. I was not comfortable. There were no cold spots in the bed. I, cold spots for me are imperative. Like if I cannot find a cold spot, I'm not going to be sleeping well. So I ended up I kind of like toss and turn for a while and then I eventually got up around like 5:20 and I went out to the kitchen and drank some ice water and I let Cece out um which I'm glad I did because she had to pee and poo this is you know what I, I I say in my intro of this podcast that these are unimportant life updates but I'm just talking to you guys like I would to my sister um so anyway I eventually got back to bed and had the most fucked up dream that went in like 16 different directions and it it ended with me basically losing Bowie and I was freaking the fuck out in the dream and when Zach woke me up to say goodbye when he was leaving for work I was literally drenched in sweat like not just like kind of having night sweats like soaking fucking wet like I got up and got a towel from the bathroom and wiped myself down that's how bad it was and night sweats are not um night sweats are not unfamiliar for me I pretty much sweat every night and it's definitely uh noticeably worse when I am PMSing or actually on my period which I'm neither of those things right now um so I don't know what that's all about but it sucks but it's over now and we're all good. So it's fine. So let's get into part one of the podcast that I like to call, what have you even been doing? So last we spoke, I can't remember if I 
had said I was like doing anything on Thursday night. Um, if I did, I have completely forgotten what that is by this point. So I'm just going to go right into last weekend. So last weekend on Friday night, um, Zach and I very impromptu decided to go grab dinner in Deep Ellum um, and maybe catch some live music. Now, I need you guys to know that because Zach and I met at the very beginning of the pandemic in April of 2020, I can count on one hand how many times that we've seen live music together or had a spontaneous night out like that. You know, the world just has not been suited for that since the whole time that we've been together. And so nights like that are so insanely rare. And I can definitely say with 100% certainty that we have never gone out in Deep Ellum and caught a live show together ever. Best part about this whole thing is that we did not have a plan. Like we didn't know where we were going to eat. It, it's not like we were really going for a particular show down there. We just went for it. So we got down to Deep Ellum and we decided to eat at Nori Hand Roll Bar, which um, two of my best friends have, and they both had only really awesome things to say about it. So we went in there and what made it even more special is that Zach's best friend, like from childhood, it's going to be his best man in our wedding. He kind of splits his time between Dallas and Atlanta. And he happened to be in Dallas last weekend, which he he really he spends most of his time in Georgia nowadays. But we invited him to join along in these sporadic festivities and he was down. So Zach and I got to Nori before his friend showed up and there was a little bit of a wait. So there's not really like a there there's really nowhere to hang up front at the restaurant. Like it's there's like a couple of stools that actually kind of look more like plant stands that Zach legitimately just bought off of Amazon for some plants in our home. Um, But there is a bar. So we were like, well, let's get a drink while we kill time and wait for your friend and wait for, you know, to get seated or whatever. So I ordered the Japanese sidecar, which was made with some sort of Japanese liquor that I, I would look up on my phone right now, but I honestly, I'm just too lazy. And Zach got um, a Japanese old fashioned. And the bartender was making these drinks and he he was just such an interesting character. Like he was so serious, like very stone face. And, you know, I broke I broke into his shell a little bit and we got to talking and we realized that he was taking so long to make our drinks, but he was being incredibly meticulous about it. And he Basically, we ended up finding out that he is actually an investor in the restaurant and he was not happy with the cocktail offering. So he was working on, you know, editing all of them himself. And that's why he was there that night. And he was just talking to us about the importance of like, you know, taking your time while making a cocktail and it's not about speed and this and that. And then (laughs) I asked him, like, what's your favorite cocktail or something like that? And he was like, I actually don't drink very much. (laughs) And we were like, okay. Um, But he was great. And the way that he made our cocktails, I mean, especially Zach's, like he took a perfectly fresh 
massive hunk of ice and shaved it down with like an ice shaving knife to get it to the shape that he wanted it to be for Zach's old fashioned. Like it was very, very involved. And of course, both drinks were delightful. So we had our drinks. Uh, Zach's friend showed up and we got seated pretty much right away after that and dined at this hand roll bar. And I have to say that it was some of the freshest Japanese food and sushi I've ever had. It was absolutely delicious. And the best part is that all of the hand rolls were so simple. Like, this is not a place that has been Americanized. They're not like, oh, shrimp tempura, crunchy, cream cheese, uh, fucking jalapenos. No, it's it's just the most simple, simple way to make a hand roll. And they serve them to you one at a time. And the seaweed that's wrapped around the hand rolls is actually super crunchy. It's not that like soft, rubbery, chewy type of seaweed. It was just, oh my God, it was so, so good. And I loved the copy on their menu as well. They had four different menu options. If you wanted, if you just wanted to pick one of these options and have them, you know, make the hand rolls and hand them to you, um, they had a hangry option, which you get six hand rolls. They had a starving option where you get five rolls. They had a hungry option where you get four rolls. And then they had the best one uh, called I Could Eat. And that's where you get three rolls. I just love that. I love that take so much. Um, I got the hungry and both of the boys got the hangry. And when it was all said and done, I have to say that I wish I'd gotten the starving because I definitely could have had one extra roll. So as we ate dinner, um, I think that I got, I think my second drink was one of the old fashions like Zach had. Um, and I'm pretty sure that I ended up having two. So I had my sidecar and then I had the two old fashions. Definitely didn't need the second one, but I don't know if you guys listen to Merritt Beck's podcast called Beck and Call, but you absolutely should. It's amazing. It's basically, not basically, it is where I decided on my format for my podcast because I love the way that hers is set up so, so much. Um, but in her latest episode this week that came out on Tuesday, she talked about her weekend and she she kind of opened up about her relationship with alcohol socially and how she just like super overdid it um, last Friday night and felt like shit literally until Monday afternoon, which is just, oh my God, like I, I've never had a hangover that bad and I don't ever want to. Um, but it was super relatable because in it, she was talking about how, especially with dating, she tends to go drink for drink with the guy. And she realizes that it's not the smartest thing because obviously, like, men can handle a little bit more alcohol than we can. And plus, like, she's super back into her fitness routine and watching what she eats. And so alcohol hits her harder. And all I have to say to that is same. That was Friday for me. And plus, I was so excited because, like I said, these nights that Zach and I have had like this are so rare. And the fact that his friend happened to be here, it was like everyone was in such a good mood. It was the first time his friend had seen us since we got engaged. And it was very celebratory. And everyone was just like so down to keep drinking and hanging out and have a great night. So 
Once we were three drinks in from Nori Handroll Bar, we decided to go to Twilight Lounge to just see who was playing and and you know get another drink and all of that. And Twilight Lounge is hands down my favorite bar slash music venue in Deep Ellum and maybe even Dallas. Definitely music venue wise, it's definitely my favorite because I have such a soft spot for it because that's where I first saw Mark Rebier performing and saw his come up happen there. And I have just the fondest memories of that place. So I was very, very excited to go. I mean, I don't think I haven't been to Twilight Lounge in Oh my God, I don't even know. I mean, at, for sure before the pandemic started. So uh, like two years, two and a half years. I don't, what year is it? So we get there and trying to decide what I want to drink and then remember that they have the best frozen Irish coffee ever. It's so good. Um, and the base of it is whiskey. So I was like, hell yeah, I've been drinking whiskey. That sounds perfect. Let's go. They asked if I wanted an extra shot of Jameson in it, and I don't know why I said yes. I don't know. I didn't need it at all. Um, but like I said, I was really, I was feeling it. I was I was in the mood to party. So I ended up having two and a half frozen Irish coffees from Twilight Lounge, both with an extra shot of Jameson. We had a great night. <laughs> like, let me just say that. It was so fun. Um Everyone was just so loose, so happy. The band that played was incredibly entertaining. The singer, oh my God, his name is Johnny B. He was such a crooner. The first song that he even did was like a jazzy version of Hotline Bling, and I was dying. I was so obsessed with Hotline Bling when it came out all those all those years ago, and hearing that version of it just got me so hyped. And, you know, I just... I felt very much in my element and Zach was getting super loose and he was dancing and I was dancing and ugh, it was just the best night. We had such a good time. So I don't regret, I don't regret it, but it's like in working with, in working with Megmo and having my trainer and keeping track of my calories because I am, because like she will say until she's blue in the face, you cannot lose body fat unless you are in a calorie deficit. So while I don't regret having such a good time, do I wish I could take back a few drinks? A hundred percent because I didn't feel good Saturday. I didn't feel as bad as merit, but I also had a, you know, kind of mini going away dinner for um, Getty on Saturday night, and I was so tired. I was not myself at all, super low energy. I did not want to drink even a little bit. And I kind of, I mean, it still was a great time. And like, thank goodness, like my friends were sweet and low key, and no one was trying to get fucked up. But it made me really sad that that I felt so off because of being hungover. Not only that, but I started talking about Megmo to say that it's so eye-opening when you are keeping track of what you're putting in your body and you're logging drinks, alcoholic drinks, it is so eye-opening and so fucking depressing to see how fucking caloric they are. And listen, I I would never be sober. I love I love 
cocktails. Like, I think I talked about this on the first episode of this podcast. Like, I love cocktails. I love wine. I love having a special drink. I, I, and sometimes I love it too much and that's okay. I'm a human. Like, all of us can relate. However, you know, I'm working so hard to, you know, keep up this running thing and smash my workouts every week and stay within my calorie range. So I'm in a deficit. So I see the progress that I'm trying so hard to see. And when I have those nights where I just throw caution to the wind, seeing seeing how much that racks up in calories is it's it's it just sucks. And and I have no one to blame but myself. I'm like, oh, cool. I literally wasted 850 calories in on drinking, on fucking liquid poison on Friday. So all this to say, you know, sometimes that's totally fine. And then other times I just realize I could have had the exact same amount of fun and a couple less drinks and everything would have been tight. Changing subjects completely. On Saturday, before I went to that girls' dinner, I washed my hair and dried it with the Dyson Supersonic hair dryer for the first time. And when I tell you that I was looking forward to this entire process, like since I picked up the Dyson last week, believe me, like I was pretty much waiting around on Saturday to um, eventually get in the shower and start the process. And I timed it in in a certain way so I could really, truly test how quickly the Dyson was going to dry my curls and maybe, just maybe, change my life. Now, if you read my blog post this week about my whole like wash day process and all of that, then you already know that I have a history of hating diffusers so much. Like every single one I've ever tried for my curls has not done what I expected it to do. And I feel has always left my curls more, more frizzy and it doesn't dry my hair that fast. And I've just never really understood the hype and the point of them. So I've always let my hair air dry. Now, I'm not going to go into like a big thing with this because I know that there's a small percentage of my followers and listeners who have curly hair like me. And, you know, I'm trying to appeal to the masses here. All I'll say is that if you have curly hair, you need to get the Dyson. <laughs> like it in one wash day and one trial with it. It has completely changed my entire uh, perspective on diffusers. And the fact that I now have a tool that can get my curls dry in literally 20 to 30 minutes all in is truly, absolutely, unequivocally fucking life-changing. Before the Dyson, I would have to if I knew that I was going to wash my hair that day, and especially if I was going to be washing it like for an event or whatever, and I wanted to have fresh, freshly washed curls, I would legitimately have to plan my entire fucking day around that because air drying my curls takes like minimum three hours. I would say probably like three to four hours is 
when my hair is 100% dry if I'm air drying it. So it was very, very rare that I would have freshly washed curls for events unless I literally was like, okay, all I'm doing today is washing my hair, letting it dry, and then going to dinner. (laughs) Just the fact that I was, I got in the shower on Saturday night at five and washed my hair and all of that, got out, you know, used my products and did the diffusing. And we had dinner at 730 and my hair was dry long before then. Like that is absolutely amazing. Such a game changer. I just... I can't speak enough praises about it. And I know, I know that I'm super late to the game with the Dyson, trust me. But I just never really saw it as a product for uh, girls with curly hair. Like I, until I really started paying more attention and following a few curly hair accounts on Instagram and saw them using the Dyson, I was, I was very skeptical. But now I've seen the light and I can never go back ever. And yes, it's expensive. The Dyson is four hundred fucking dollars. Not the hair wrap. I'm talking about the supersonic hair dryer. Four hundred bones. It's a lot. I never in a million years thought that I would spend that much money on like a beauty tool ever. Like that's just not. I've always praised myself on having like a super low maintenance routine, but. It's like now it's even more low maintenance because of how quickly my curls and everything are going to dry. I just had to spend $400 to get there. (laughs) So that's really honestly most of my weekend. It was a very chill weekend and one of the first ones in a very long time where we didn't have um, like a shitload of obligations. On Sunday, um, I did my 18-minute run with the Couch to 5K app and then uh, Zach and I went to standard service for brunch and sat at the bar, which was wonderful. I just, their food is just so good. Like the scene is not us at all. We try to go on like at very off times because otherwise it's like a bunch of SMU college girls with their literal ass cheeks hanging out. Um, but the fact that we got to sit at the bar and kind of away from everyone was perfect. I got the huevos rancheros, which were excellent. Zach got like a smorgasbord of like a veggie omelet and sausage and toast and all this. And we gorged ourselves and then came home and freaking relaxed. And, you know, there were football games on and I did a lot of stuff on our wedding website and um like put the finishing touches on some things and then we actually I forgot about this <laughs> we stuffed our save the dates ah! like I cannot fucking believe like I was sitting there and I looked at him I was like we're 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 sending our save the dates right now like we're putting our save the dates for our wedding in envelopes to send to people what the fuck I feel like I have one of those moments every week in terms of our upcoming nuptials, just like, I don't even understand how this is happening. Like, literally, I can't believe, I can't believe it. Um, So I'm really, really excited about that. I'm just excited that that big step is out of the way. Like, I dropped all the say the dates off on Monday morning uh, at the post office, and they are on their way. And um, very excited for people to receive them. Um, And I will definitely share what they look like um, probably next week when like I give I give the invitees a chance to 
see them in the flesh before I post about them on Instagram because I'm just like really nice like that. Okay, so part two of the podcast is what have you been watching, listening to, and reading? So our TV viewing last week or over the weekend was very random. So we kept going with cheer, um, finally got to the Jerry episode. It was really well done, like really well done. I felt like it was, um, I don't want to use the word tasteful. That seems weird, but it wasn't like, it was just very matter of fact. It wasn't salacious. It wasn't over the top. It was just like, this is the situation. This is what happened. It was very heavy and very sad and a little uncomfortable as as these things go. Um, but I'm really proud of the boys for coming forward. And, you know, I mean, I feel I feel for Gabby and the rest of the teammates who were just like destroyed by it. Um, I will say, though, that I had the exact same thought that Ladarius had. The fact that Jerry did that knowing or like being so close to someone who that happened to. Um, ugh, like if I were Ladarius, I would feel the same way that he expressed feeling. That's all I'll say about that. We also started the new season of Drag Race. Um, now, I don't know if you guys know this about me and Zach, but when we first met, we got so hard into Drag Race like my sister has been trying to push it on me for years and I just wasn't I don't know I just wasn't like keen on the idea I wasn't very interested um and then I don't know what happened but Zach and I met and all there was to do was watch tv and get into like new series and we started watching Drag Race and we got so obsessed like I don't even know how many past seasons series seasons we watched a lot um and then we got super burnt out on it like I mean there are a lot of things that feel repetitive and it's you know kind of like the same cast of characters every season but just a little different so we took a break for a while and then I didn't even realize that a new season had come out and um so we started it's season 14 14 years um we started that over the weekend and so good like we were right back on the horse just so into it I I can't really say just yet who my favorites are but I will tell you for anyone who actually watches Drag Race and which I feel like probably isn't a lot of you so again I'm not going to stay on this subject super long um but I have gotten so good at telling who is going to be the first to um, sashay away. Like, Zach and I always play that when it's a new season. It's like first episode, just upon like first glance, first vibe of of everyone, we, we try and guess who's going to be the first to go home. And I always get it right. So I don't know. I feel like I have like a sixth sense or something. I will say that I'm very, very, very intrigued by Willow this season. Like at first, I was like, whoa, what? There's something wrong with her. Like, I don't know what it is. I'm not, but I'm not going to like pass any judgment because clearly like there's a medical condition going on. I just want to find out what it, what it is. Um, And then like you do find out, but she is just 
so different, so good. Like her talent show act that she did was incredible. Uh, she's just like nothing I don't think the show's ever seen before. So I'm definitely keeping my eye on her. The other thing that we watched super randomly, and this was a Zach pick, and I had never even heard of it. I don't even know how he landed on it or pressed play. Um, it's called Invasion, and it's on Apple TV, which we don't have, but he must have been intrigued enough to watch the first episode for free. And it's essentially about like uh, an alien force, something in the universe um, invading the world, and it's going to be real bad. Um so the first episode is kind of just them like setting everything up and I don't know. I, I I I'm not like super into sci-fi like that. Um it was very entertaining. It was good, but I don't think it was good enough for us to want to uh, you know, uh, sign up for Apple TV. Like once the first episode was over and we realized that's the only one we got for free, we both are kind of like, eh. And that's another thing. Like I, one of these days I need to sit down and make a list of all the shows that Zach and I have started and stopped since we met. It's, it's wild. Like I guess it's made me realize that we both have very high standards in terms of really sticking with the show and watching the entire thing. We have started so many and have stopped them. And and sometimes it's because we don't like it. Other times it's because we literally just get distracted and want to do other things. And I mean, clearly, clearly the show wasn't um, great enough to hold our interest. But I don't know. It's very bizarre. So I, I want to make a list of that because I think it'd be funny to look back on. As for what's next, um, I absolutely want to start the new season of Ozark. And also, I just keep hearing really, really amazing things about Yellow Jackets. I know Merritt has watched it and talked about it a lot on her podcast. And then on um, at dinner on Saturday night, two of my best friends were talking about it and how it's it's really, really good. So like I said, I know that I'm I'm not super into sci-fi, but Yellow Jackets does sound very similar to, it has like Lost vibes and I was obsessed with Lost. So um, I'm very interested in checking that out. And very excited to say that I am so close to being done with Pride and Prejudice. So, so fucking close. Like I think I have, I have under a hundred pages left and, you know, this whole reading more thing is very new to my life and my lifestyle. Um, so I've made a very soft goal for myself or very, uh, a not super ambitious goal for myself to read one book a month. And I am going to finish Pride and Prejudice before January is over. So I'm really proud of myself. And honestly, it's not an easy read. It's all old English. And the style of writing is wild and takes so much more concentration than any modern modern day book. Um, like I literally feel like I'm solving a math equation when I read Pride and Prejudice. But I've, at this point, I've also kind of gotten used to it. And it's like, it's fun because I'll read a sentence and it'll be the wackiest sentence, but I'll know what 
it would sound like if it were written today. And that's a cool feeling. I've yet to decide what my next book is going to be, but I have a feeling it's going to be probably something more modern or maybe it's not. I don't know. I have so many books queued up in my mind that I want to read. So it's going to, I need to sit down and and really think about that. Okay, we are on to part three of the That's What He Said podcast, where I talk about what's coming up. But real quick, let's take a short break for a word from our sponsor. So this weekend is a mix of sad and happy. So Friday night, we and we as in my best friends, we call ourselves Whataburger. It's a long story. Maybe I'll share it with you someday. We are saying goodbye to Getty for real, for real. She literally is driving away with her husband to Tulsa on Saturday morning to start her new life and her new chapter. So we're going to go over there on Friday night, hopefully, and, you know, just cry and maybe have like a glass of wine and give her a hug. Um, so that'll be terrible. But Saturday, turning right around with happiness. So Saturday, we are going to do a cake tasting. Um, very, very excited, even though it's funny because Zach and I both don't love cake. And we don't really give a shit about the cake for our wedding. Um, so we've actually decided that we're going to do, we're just going to do an eight inch cake. And obviously it'll be really pretty, but we're really just doing it um, for tradition, for, for, for traditional purposes and to have that cake cutting moment because it's pretty cute and I don't want to miss out on that. But the actual main dessert, I don't know if I've already said this before. I don't think I have, but the actual main dessert, uh, I think will be like a smorgasbord of pastries and like Oreos are definitely going to be involved. But anyway, so we are going out to the Rouge Collective on Saturday afternoon to do some cake tasting. And then after that, really excited because we're going to go to Brilliant Earth, um, which is a, you know, wedding ring, engagement ring, jewelry store, diamond store um, that as far as I ever knew, was just online, but they actually opened a brick and mortar store in West Village. Um, So we're going to go there and we have an appointment to try on some bands just to like start getting an idea of what we want, because I seriously have no clue. And I, I, it's very much like engagement ring, like trying on engagement rings. Like I need to see it with my ring and kind of figure out what the hell um and we're not going to get them from brilliant earth we actually want to get them made uh by our family's jeweler but we're just going to go so we can at least like maybe rule some things out decide on style and then take our ideas to the jeweler and go from there and sunday my jewish parents invited us over for a fish fry a catholic fish fry if you will so that is going to be fun spending some time with ellen and richard and that's our weekend that's what we have coming up other than that we'll just be taking it easy because next weekend the first weekend of february we are going to lawrence kansas i am so fucking excited we're meeting my sister and her wife there Her wife and Zach have never been to Lawrence, obviously, and we just figured now was the time to show them our alma mater. I mean, I haven't been back to KU or to Lawrence since I turned 29, so that was uh, 
six years ago? Yeah, no, five years, five and a half, five and like oh, 10 months. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I don't even know the last time that my sister um, was in Lauren's. So we decided that it was high time to make a trip there to show Jill and Zach around. And of course, we have tickets to a KU basketball game and didn't even plan it like this. But the basketball game is against Baylor, who's the number one fucking seed and we're the number two seed. So it's going to be amazing. I cannot wait to show Zach where I went to college and like walk him through my experience. I've already joked multiple times about how we're going to do a walking tour of the campus um, and I'll show him everywhere I cried. There are so many spots, so many, so many little moments and spots on that campus where I cried. And it was never about schoolwork. It was obviously always about a boy. <laughs> um and I'm going to take him to like the, the our favorite bar and show him the Theta house where I only lived for like a year and a half and then dropped because I wanted to have my own apartment. I'm just beyond excited and I just can't wait. I can't wait for him to like know and see another part, another like massive part of my life and my history. And I'm so excited that we're getting to do it with my sister and Jill. Like it's going to make it a thousand times more special. So that's all for me, guys. Thank you so much for listening, supporting, rating, reviewing, subscribing, all of that. I absolutely love doing this. It's it's very fun for me, and I hope that it's at least entertaining for you. And I will talk to you next week. Oh.